show you. I'm gonna show you how to operate in the spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does your sun set high? Does your sun set high? Welcome. Happy Life Studios. Hey, are you happy? If you're not, then why? If you're not, then why? We're here to help your life be happier. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Actually, I should say happy belated Martin Luther King Jr. Day. I'm sorry that we're getting this podcast out to you late. I had it recorded. And when I went to go post it, my recording was all garbled, and so I went to re-record it. When I went to re-record it, uh, my PC just crashed right on me. It turned off, and I still haven't gotten it to be able to turn back on again. So I'm trying to do this through my phone and uh, see if we can make it happen this way. But I just really wanted to celebrate this incredible hero. Uh, Martin Luther was an amazing man. I just want to tag on a couple of things that inspired me. Uh, through him, we could talk all day on on how great he was and the things that he accomplished. He was a real reformer, and I find this interesting. Did you know that his name was original name was actual My, actually Michael? It was when his dad went to Germany and through the history of Martin Luther um, over there in Germany began to see, find out all the stuff about Martin Luther and changed his name. Came home and changed his son's name as well. That's therefore you have the the junior in the name. And I find it interesting because Martin Luther was also a hero who, who reformed the system of getting to know God, of what, what God was all about. And he didn't like the way it was set up. It was a bunch of rules and regulations and having to perform this way to meet God. And Martin Luther didn't like it, so he reformed it. That's a whole other story there. But I think names mean a lot. Did you know that in, in Bible days, in ancient times, they wouldn't name their child until they grew up a little bit. And then they named them according, basically according to the personality or something that stuck out uh, about them. And, and I, so I think names are powerful. And, and here you go, you name this, your kid, Michael, and then you change it to Martin Luther King Jr., and he becomes a reformer as well. Man, his tenacity was unbelievable. Martin Luther just wouldn't give up on something. He'd just hang on to something. And that, that's what I love about him. I love his perseverance. You know, in the, the march um, at, the, at the Capitol uh, in 19, I think it was 63, I think it was in August, and Martin Luther, that's where he, his I Have a Dream speech was even birthed to the public, actually. He was the last one to speak that day, and there were like 250, 300,000 people all gathered there. Here's another cool thing uh, tells you a little bit about Martin Luther King Jr. The reason why he was the last speaker that day was because nobody else wanted that spot. Everyone else that was there that day, all these names and personalities and figures and famous people, uh, figured that people would be gone by the time the last last person spoke. So Martin Luther said, I'll do it, sure. And he was supposed to speak like four minutes. Instead, he went to like 15 or 20 minutes, I believe. And, and he wasn't even going to do the I Had a Dream speech. I love that. That was all an impulsive thing. He was up there doing a speech, and Mahalia Jackson, one of the performers, and, and she says, hey, tell him about your dream. And that she had heard about, he had talked about this before, but this is the first time he said it in public. I have a dream. And that's where it really came from. He just, spur of the moment, just started talking about his dream. It wasn't a prepared speech or anything. I just, I find that uh, just amazing. 
And uh, that march in, you know, 1963, that was over 100 years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Just this whole freedom, um, this whole movement to to bring freedom to the captive. uh, uh, You know, slavery was now abolished, but still 100 years later, there was still still the same attitude, still the same mentality in so many people, so much discrimination and, and judging. And, and yet Martin Luther never let go of this movement. The people that, that, that the Rosa Parks and uh, all the people that they, they just never let go. And I think that's what makes such a great hero. That perseverance, that tenacity is just a powerful thing. And the reason I'm bringing that up right now is I think it fits right in with with January. I mean, what happens when January 1 comes around? Everyone's talking about New Year's resolutions, right? What's, what's your goal going to be for this year? And there's so much information out there, blogs, podcasts, I mean, TV shows, people talking about that that very concept of, of setting resolutions. In fact, there have been years that I personally haven't set a resolution because I just knew I was going to break it. And uh, this is now a couple of weeks into January, and I this is now the time when we start breaking resolutions. We start breaking our goals. We start breaking our dreams, and, and then we just hold on till next year, I guess. There's something about January 1 where we just give ourselves a break. I mean, we say, now we can start over. We know we didn't necessarily accomplish all the goals we had for last year, but I would say that you know if we had some goals, we might have accomplished those goals, but I bet we came close. I mean, I don't know who said it, but a, a statement, a quote that I use a lot is, you know, if you shoot for the stars, you'll at least hit the, the street lamp. And sometimes we shoot for these high lofty goals and we don't accomplish them. So then we think that we're a failure. But sometimes when you shoot for a high goal, you at least hit the street lamp and you're at least a better person. You might not have lost all the pounds you wanted to, but you still lost some probably because you had this goal. And when it comes to New Year's, we always give ourselves a break. Like, well, now we can have a New Year's resolution. It's a new year. It's a new start. So, therefore, I'm going to cut myself some slack. I might not have accomplished what I wanted to accomplish last year, but it's a new year, so I get to start all over again. This ancient saying actually came from the Bible in uh, the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 22 and 23, that says, His mercies, God's mercies, are new every morning. In, in, in God's kingdom, when he made us, his kingdom, every day is New Year's. Every day we get to start over. Every day is the start of another brand new year. And I think we should live every day as if, as if it were January 1. If we blew it yesterday, well, so what? Let's get up and go at it again. I like what Einstein said. In fact, I don't know if I've, if I've met an Einstein quote I didn't like. Here's a guy that was so brilliant, but his quotes are just so real and down to earth. They just make so much sense. His, he said that, he said, it's not that I'm so smart. He says, I just keep... I work on problems longer. And I think that's the point. When we wake up, if we blew it yesterday, guess what? It's a new day. It's a brand new day, a start of a brand new year. And maybe your year starts on January 20 now. And maybe you'll start again on January 31. Maybe you'll start again in, in January 22nd. It, it, the point is, is when we wake up, we need to give ourselves, cut ourselves that slack. I give you permission to give you, cut yourself some slack, to, to try again to take hold of the new mercies that God has given us today and start over again. Golf is a tough game. That's why I love it so much. They say it's enough to make a, make a preacher swear, and, and I, I won't talk anymore about that. But I, I love the game of golf, and golf is so tough that sometimes when I'm having a hard time with my game, um, I just throw the scorecard away. I just go out there and hit. But I get rid of the scorecard because it's hard enough as it is, and sometimes a scorecard just makes it more difficult. Now, if I'm playing with somebody else and they want to keep score, 
then then I go ahead and do that. But I figure the game of golf is so tough. I don't need to worry about all the score when things when things are going tough. And some people they have a hard time with that. And to each their own, I guess. But and when I start golfing better, then I start pulling the scorecard out and then I start keeping track of it. But but golf really isn't about the score. It's about playing the game. And life isn't really about the score. It's about playing the game of life. It's about enjoying life. It's about cutting us some slack. We're going to blow it. And maybe we, some of us have blown our New Year's resolutions already. Well, I got good news for you. This is how dreams are accomplished. This is how it works. You set a goal, you shoot for it. Because you shoot for it, you fail sooner or later. Sooner or later, you're not going to hit the mark. You're going to miss it. And that's when the rubber meets the road. That's when it's really important. Do we get back up and keep going again? Or do we just say, well, I blew it, so I'm going to wait till next. We, we can't wait till the next January 1 before we decide to start again. We've got to create a new year, that moment, that day, the next day, we need to rise up and just say, you know what, I blew it, but I'm going to get up and go at it again. No dream is ever accomplished without somebody blowing it, without somebody failing it. I mean, we've all heard the stories about Abraham Lincoln. We've all heard the stories about Michael Jordan, about how they just kept going at it until they accomplish it. And so if you've blown your New Year's resolution already, it's okay. Make today, January 1, all over again. I give you permission to grab a hold of God's mercies because they're new for us today. So let's start again, and we're probably going to fail again. But it's not about, failure isn't about blowing it. Failure is about quitting. It's about giving up. And I give you permission today to start over again and the next day and the next day and the next day. And lastly, I, I, the thing I, I like about um, Martin Luther King Jr. is why he did what he did. I think he's the epitome of happy life. He faced so much opposition. Everywhere he went, he had life threats on him. He had uh, people always judging him. He was in prison, I think it was like 30 times, but he was in prison a bunch of times. I don't remember what the detail is now. I read it the other day, but he was in prison a bunch of times. In fact, one time he was in prison for going 30 miles an hour in a 25-mile-an-hour zone. Really, you're going to get put in jail for that. But but everywhere he went, people there were people that did not like him. As many people that loved him, there were so many people that didn't like him because of what he was standing for. You know, at the beginning of this year, I put out a brand new intro for the Happy Life podcast, and and um, but I did not change the outro because I just have a hard time changing it. I'm sure I will come here in the future, but I just love the whole concept of, I mean, I've heard it so many times. I mean, for every podcast I've done, I've had to listen to that thing five or 10 or 20 times for every podcast I've done as I'm editing and adding and deciding where I'm going to put it. And, and But when it gets to the... Make just somebody happy, and you will be happy too. That concept of make somebody else happy, and you'll be happy. That's the biggest thing I want to wrap around here with, with Martin Luther King Jr. is the fact that he tried to make other people happy. That whole song, Get Happy. I love how Ella, um, Ella Fitzgerald sang it in one of her recordings. She did some stuff in the beginning that isn't on the normal Get Happy song, but one of the lines that she said was, a land where the weary forever are free. And then she goes into the song. A land where the weary forever are free. Wasn't that what Martin Luther King Jr. was all about? Freedom to those who are oppressed? 
I believe it's Isaiah chapter 62, maybe 61 from the Bible. But it says, it's a, it's a, it's a, a verse about Jesus himself, about, about the Son of God himself. It says, he will bring freedom to the captive. He will set the captive free. He will bring freedom to those who are, who are in bondage. And, and it, it's, a, it's a word, a prophetic word about Jesus himself, but it's also true to us today. That's why God made us to bring freedom to the captive, to set those that are in bondage, to set them free. And that's exactly what Martin Luther King Jr. did. He brought freedom to those who are in bondage. And that's why he could live a happy life. Not because of all the opposition that he faced. I don't know if I'll ever come close to facing one-tenth of the opposition that Martin Luther King Jr. faced. And yet he could have a happy life, yet he could move forward, yet he could not give up. Why? Because there was something inside of him. What was that? It was that he made other people happy. When he saw freedom for other people, when Rosa Parks would not move on that bus and it started a whole movement, he was the one that started that whole thing because he wanted to bring freedom to other people. And that's what happy life is all about. Make someone happy, and you will be happy too. So on this special holiday podcast for Martin Luther King Jr., even though I'm posting it late, um, my hat goes off to you. If I had a glass, I'd raise it in the air and make a toast right now. But to an amazing hero, Martin Luther King Jr., who never gave up on bringing freedom to people, but most importantly, he strove to make other people happy. And that's how we can be happy ourselves. So this year, in our resolutions, if we blow it, it's okay. Let's get back up again. Let's cut ourselves some slack. And in our resolutions, maybe we blow them, maybe we need to retweak them a little bit to make other people happy. May your goals be set so you don't only just make yourself happy, but that will focus on other people to bring freedom to other people, to bring joy to other people, to bring happiness to other people. And then we too will live a happy life as well. I hope that helps. Thank you for listening. Steve Ace.